Hey campers, this is Darcy DeMoss from Jason Lives, Friday the 13th, part six, and you're listening to the amazing podcast, Don't Go Out There. And I should know because I did. In a world where zombies, ghosts, serial killers, and vampires all exist, it's Nico, Brian, Mike, and Dustin. And they are all that stand between you and the films that could end the world. Welcome to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Review Podcast. Just want to thank all our fans and listeners. I really appreciate all support. Super excited for this upcoming interview. We are joined yet again by another legend of the business, known for her roles in Labor Pains, Can't Buy Me Love, Sharknado, and, of course, the legendary Nikki. From Friday the 13th, Part 6, Jason Lives, Miss Darcy DeMoss, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you guys so much for having me. I'm thrilled. We are, we're beyond thrilled. We're super excited for this. Uh, we like to start all of our interviews with, uh, can you what it is that got you into acting? Uh, you were a dancer as a child, correct? I was. I started off dancing, and um, I studied acting at the same time, and I danced in a number of films, and then... Um, I was going to college and I booked my first job in hard bodies and uh, I went to my father and said, well, you can pay for me to learn or I can get paid. So I quit college and uh, started working in films. Um, so you were fresh off of hard bodies and a few other stints in 1984. And not a lot of people know that you actually had a cameo in Friday the 13th part four on the aerobics video axle is watching in the coroner's office. Now, can you tell us, how that came about, did you have any idea they were going to use that in the final chapter? It's, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I haven't seen the film, so I'm not sure if it's me or if it's Deborah and uh, Linnea. I think her name was Linnea. Um, I'm not sure. Honestly, I'm not sure. I thought it was me. It's aerobicized. It's the aerobicized video, and I was the aerobicized girl in the 80s in the red leotard and the white leotard. But I think there might be three girls in that video. So um, I, I don't know. <laughs> but that was a Ron Harris production. And uh, Ron Harris was able to do whatever he wanted with that. And I know that he put my aerobicize in Grumpy Old Men. And, oh, gosh, it was a film with Eddie Murphy and Nick Nolte. I can't think of the name of it. But that was also, um, it, my aerobicize was also in that film. In fact, it, Eddie Murphy said, what the hell is that? TV changed in three years because he was in prison in the film. And I can't remember the name of the film. But so so I don't know. I'm not sure if that's me or not. <laughs> well, it's pretty cool, at least to us, that you were actually in what was widely considered the best two Friday films in the franchise. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I, was actually, I actually auditioned for um, part five and I got the role. And the director had asked me to dinner at the wardrobe fitting. And I hadn't even read the script yet. I was just handed the script. And it just happens to be Halloween. So he said, oh, I think we should discuss the script over dinner. And I said, well, I haven't read the script yet. And I have plans this evening. So the next day, I didn't have a job. And I had already signed the contract. And the director uh, said that I wasn't well enough endowed. And uh, he got another actress to do the part. And uh, they brought me in for part six, and they said, pretend like you've never met Frank Mancuso Jr. before. So I walked in and, hi, <laughs> you know, a 
as if I've never met him before. We didn't want to, he, they didn't want to remind him that he had to pay me for the, which wasn't my fault. It was actually the director was inappropriate. So um, with that said, uh, I was I got paid for part five. I got paid for part six that I did that I was in, and then they used uh, a clip of my death in part seven. So there's actually three of them. That's awesome. Um, Dustin here, like like Nico had mentioned to you before we started rolling tonight, you know, Friday the 13th part six is my favorite. It's not just my favorite entry in the franchise. It's actually my favorite horror movie um, altogether. So it's a huge honor. But um, Thank you, you, you. kind of touched on it. Absolutely. You, you kind of touched on it there. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about how you come to get the role of Nikki in part six? Well, I went I went and read for it, and um, Tom McLaughlin hired me. You know, it's usually director's choice at the end. Uh, yeah. So, so I think I had maybe one or two, two maybe two or three auditions. Um, honestly, I I can't quite remember. It's you know it's been a, a couple of minutes since that we shot that. So, <laughs> uh, with that <laughs> said, uh, Tom, I, I I lucked out. You know, and the universe works in mysterious ways. So um, I feel incredibly blessed. Because I'm still doing all these cons, these horror cons with my castmates. And it's yeah. like, you know, a whole reunion. And we have so much fun. And, you know, I just did a photo shoot not too long ago. And Tom McLaughlin came over and shot some photos with me. And, and we had a blast. That's awesome. So speaking of your co-stars of that film, we had CJ Graham on and uh, in a previous interview. And... He, he talked about how his big stunt in the Winnebago, how they, you know, they, they shot that one last, obviously because of the dangers involved. Now, were your scenes that were shot inside the Winnebago, were they also shot towards the end, or was that uh, at a different in a different part of the timeline? Um, I'm, I think if the, the reason why it was shot last is because they totaled the Winnebago. They used it for the stunt, so that's why it was shot last. Because if they needed to do any other scenes in the Winnebago, they had it until the very end. So I'm pretty sure that I was in the middle. And, uh, you know, we, we did a whole night of fights, CJ and I, in that bathroom. And that bathroom had walls that kept coming out. And then the camera, you know, was also above us. So, um, you know, we were, you know, he, he was afraid of hurting me. And I was like, let's just go for it and make it look as realistic as possible. And, you know, he literally had to put his my head in his hands to shove me through the mirror, you know, without actually, you know, right. shoving my nose in the mirror. So, uh, which actually really kind of went into, there was one, one shot of my face going into the mirror and there's another shot of my face going into the camera. So, um, yeah, I mean, I wore my bruises like, you know, like badges of honor when I was done. I was so proud. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, speaking of that scene, uh, the the rumor and innuendo would say that you and Tom Fridley were dancing to different music than what was in the final cut of the film. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Interesting. Yeah, Tom, our director, uh, said choose whichever music you want, and I chose a Prince song. So that's why we're not really moving to the music <laughs> completely on beat. So if you watch it, it's uh, it's it's kind of funny. <laughs> Well, I gotta ask. What, do you remember which Prince song it was? Um, what's your extra time in your kiss? I don't. Whatever the name of that song is. Gotcha. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I think <laughs> Julia Roberts sang to it in a bathtub in Pretty Woman. Yeah. Oh, Prince. Uh, 
I also love your death scene in that movie. It's my favorite kill in the movie. I'm sorry that you were killed, Miss Darcy, but it is my favorite kill in the movie. <laughs> Who says I was killed? Did you see me dead? True, true. That's uh, <laughs> not right of me to assume that, but. <laughs> so you're uh, assuming gonna... that dead, but yeah, you never saw I, I did. <laughs> you, you got me. You got me on that one. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 why I was able to come back as Nikki in Vengeance Two Bloodline. Ooh, okay, it's a good little sneak peek. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Moss, we want to uh, shift gears a little bit from Friday the Thirteenth. Obviously, one of your most famous roles was as Patty in Can't Buy Me Love. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a little about working on that film and with uh, Mr. Patrick Dempsey? Well, Patrick was great. Obviously, you know he's just it was a complete gentleman and. Uh, you know, I became lifelong friends with some of the castmates. Um, my dear little sweet pea, Amanda Peterson, passed away about five years ago, unfortunately. Um, she was my best friend for many, many years. In fact, um, when I got the film, I was 23, and Tina and Amanda were both 15. <laughs> so there was a bit of an age difference. So um, Amanda you know, was from Greeley, Colorado, and she, uh, she was here in Los Angeles, you know, acting, and so I was her guardian for about eight months, so she lived with my boyfriend and myself, and, uh, and, uh, yeah, and then she, and then she ended up getting emancipated, and then she, uh, she rented my apartment from me, (laughs) because I lived at the beach, and then I was living with a boyfriend, so I was paying for rent, you know, for an empty space, so, um, yeah, and I'm really good friends still with Court McCowan, and um, I, you know, I see, um, oh my God, um, I speak to Gerardo frequently, and I can't remember um, the redhead's name, and I'm, this is so embarrassing. Courtney Gaines. This, my apologies. Courtney Gaines, thank you. You know, Courtney yeah, and I good. see each other frequently at, um, you know, the cons, and um, yeah, so, so uh, I think we're doing a Camp by Me Love little reunion. I think what's going to be in Chiller this this year. Hmm. And of course, I, how do how could I leave out Amy Dolans is one of my dearest friends as well. She's living in Colorado. She's living in Vancouver right now with her husband. She played Fran. So you have credits spanning all sorts of genres: sci-fi, horror, pretty much everything. What's your favorite yeah. genre that you like to work on? Um, uh, I, I like comedy. Comedy is my, uh, actually my favorite. Um, I, I like to laugh. So <laughs> with that said, you know, when I got to work with my childhood best friend, Helen Hunt on Mad About You, it was, um, it was really amazing. I had to go in an audition and I walked into a room with about 18 people and, um, Helen called me and she said, I have an audition for you. I can't guarantee you the job you have to audition, but, um, yeah, uh, and then she called me to say, "Congratulations, Darcy, you got it." So um, that was really neat, and we had a lot of fun. Live camera, you know, all those cameras and a live audience, and you know, people are laughing. What's better than that? But you know, horror comes in second because there's so there's so much involved with horror that uh, I don't think the, the fans really realize that uh, it's not easy to make those stunts and those deaths you know come they don't come easily sounds good okay so during quarantine when during 2020 you release and i'm if i mispronounce this i'm sorry the onania club 
and Clown Fear. Can you tell us a little bit about those projects? I had um, scenes with uh, with Courtney Akbar, who was terrific, and uh, and we really bonded and had a lot of fun. And I'm good friends with her husband, who was one of the producers, Asif Akbar. So um, I felt really blessed to be able to go to work, and that was right before quarantine. And um, the Onania Club, it's just ridiculous that it's 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 they're having a hard time getting distribution. And that's the director from the Human Centipede series, Tom oh. Six, mm-hmm. who is an incredible director. Mm-hmm. And the Onania Club is so good. I'm so proud of it. And we just can't get distribution because it's politically incorrect. So this is art. And it just doesn't make any sense that a movie can't be seen this good and this awesome with uh you know with what's happening in our world art is art and you know it just should really be released so if anybody out there wants to call tom six and distribute this film let's do it yeah absolutely um we Uh, we actually had jessica morris on the show as well and uh you know she talked a little bit a little bit about those same issues so hopefully that gets ironed out soon i sure hope so so yeah absolutely so you kind of touched on it earlier. I want to circle back around to something you mentioned. Uh, you're going to be involved in the next Friday the 13th, Vengeance 2, Bloodlines. Now, yes, I'm really and hesitant. CJ Graham's wife is my best friend in it, Ruby. That's awesome. That's Ruby awesome. Graham. Yeah, it was, this is her acting debut. She was fabulous in it. So, you fabulous. know, these movies with the, the Vengeance series and Never Hike Alone, I'm really hesitant to call them fan films because they're so well done. And they're mm-hmm. able to keep the franchise going. Uh, tell us, tell us a little bit more about it. You know, you're reviving Nikki, being reunited with Tom McLaughlin and C.J. Graham. Uh, tell us as much as you can. That's about it, folks. You got to, <laughs> you got to stay tuned and watch the movie. We're hoping it's going to be out. Um, I believe it's May 13th, Friday, Friday the 13th in May. Does that make sense? How appropriate. <laughs> yes. Uh, here's hoping, but my listeners definitely healed. looking forward to that one. Uh, Pardon me. Oh, I was, I was just saying, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Uh, the Never Hike series are fantastic uh, fan films. Like, if you even want to call them that, they're so well made. And I'm looking forward to seeing you and CJ Graham back on the big screen again. Yeah, me too. Um, it's going to be fun. Uh, Ms. DeMoss, our last question we like to ask is a fun one. So uh, dig deep in your, in your memory for this one. We started asking this question a couple years ago when we had Lisa Wilcox on. We've heard very interesting stories, to say the least, and some very heartfelt stories. But uh, what's the most memorable or the strangest interaction with a fan that you've ever had at a convention? I think I had a fan that was sending me videos and and messages on Facebook and Instagram, came to my table and um, couldn't speak. (laughs) He was so bashful. (laughs) And he has a tattoo on, on his back of my face. Oh wow! Oh wow! <laughs> and Lisa Wilcox and I did a film together called "Give Me an F." We were both cheerleaders in it. Oh, that sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, "Give Me an F," and uh, and we both are represented by Chris Majors, the amazing Chris Majors, my agent, and hers. We, you know, we had Lisa on, and she's just like you, just really fun. To- yeah. talk to you like i've had a, i've had a great time talking to you tonight uh mr moss are there any other projects you have for 
what else would you like to talk about or plug maybe social media where can the fans follow you oh that would be great come and see me on instagram it's darcy demos 19 d-a-r-c-y-d-e-m-o-s-s one nine darcy demos 19 on instagram follow me um i uh have a bunch of uh, horror cons coming up. I'm going to be in Pennsylvania March 5th and 6th of this year. And I think I'm going to be in Chiller this year. And there's a couple more, but I don't have my plugs in front of me. Sorry about that. Ms. Darcy, thank you so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah thank you guys so much. You were terrific. Thank you guys. Have a great oh, evening. You. Really appreciate thank it. You. Cheers. Yes, ma'am. You Bye. Cheers. Bye-bye. Just want to remind everybody. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.